Good afternoon, everyone. It's uh, Three People Basketball Fantasy Podcast. Your host Ben Sadiq, and uh, we're gonna dive right in. And um, since I started this podcast week fourteen, um, thought I'd uh, dedicate a, a recording on uh, going to do the draft and um, call it a mid-season uh, draft review by round. Um, I'll call out what I think are the winners and losers mid-season of each draft. So, it'll be a little tedious, but first round, uh, I picked Jokic, uh, Giannis went second pick, followed by Joel Embiid, then Luka number four, Kevin Durant went fifth, Tatum went sixth, Curry seven, Harden at eight, LaMelo Ball at 9, and finishing off the first round is Trey Young at number 10. So, um, moving forward, I'll say uh, first round, the winner's got to be Jokic. The guy, um, there was doubts. Would he play? Would he stay healthy? Big men typically running, logging a lot of playoff and regular season miles. and focus turning towards playoffs, um, as well as Jokic getting his reinforcements and Jamal Murray back, uh, more in-depth team as well. Um, you would think his play would drop off, and he actually is in the running for a third MVP. Uh, the guy has lived up to everything that was promised, a guy who's top-notch, in field goal, free throws, points, rebounds, assists, uh, occasional stocks, and the biggest stat of all, games played. The dude does not miss a game. So I think, ironically, uh, you know, still dealing with the regrets of the trade, but he's got to be the winner of the first first pick. You don't want to go wrong. You have a long lead time yeah, on that second pick of yours. You gotta hit your first pick, and uh, Jokic is a safe and as winner as it gets. I'll say the loser of the first round um, has got to be Trey Young. Uh, he has had a significant drop in his threes and his field goal. He was above average as a guard, especially with that volume, where you could have easily paired him with a big, uh, good shooting free throw big, and you'd be fine, competitive, and all the efficiencies, but still turning over the ball a lot, no rebounds, elite assists, elite points, uh, mid mid threes, uh, and just the field goals cratered off. He's he's uh, just not the same player, I think. So, second round uh, at the turn, Sherry picked up Dame Lillard, followed by LeBron James, Carl Anthony Towns, Paul George. John Moran, Anthony Edwards, Sabonis, Kawhi Leonard, Tyrese Hallerburton at 19, and DeJounte Murray at 20. Big winner here has got to be uh, Byron picking up Halliburton. Halliburton is turning top five value. A lot of us, including myself, were very hesitant in valuing Halliburton as a top 10 talent. There were scares of Indiana selling off or maybe resting him a la OKC and maybe that'll happen but I don't think so anymore uh, Halliburton recently got hurt but he is just 
He's the new era's Chris Paul. Uh, he's absolutely delivered on his uh, required first round upside and then some. And to get him at pick 19 is incredible. Uh, high efficiency, 480 for the season. Great free throws. Three threes a game, 24 and 10, two steals, less than two and a half turnovers a game. He's hurting you nowhere. Points can go up. I mean, he's not a score first uh, point guard, but fantastic, especially the efficiencies. There was a lot of worry, him being the focus, him being guarded, his efficiencies were going to go down, and truthfully, they really have not. Elite, elite, elite win on the second round. The losers of round two, uh, it's got to be Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Your second pick has got to be strong, got to be reliable. That's your one-two punch. Carl Anthony Towns going down with a calf injury and just no insight. And even prior to that, he was at you know, playing Christian Wood value, 28, good efficiencies, okay stocks, uh, stocks have gone down, rebounds have gone down, but compared to his cohorts above and below him, he's definitely uh, the loser. I was going to say Kawhi Leonard earlier at pick uh, 18 by Ace, but Kawhi Leonard's recently really turned it around. He's playing, still has a weak playoff schedule. Uh, but he's showing up, and I don't think uh, Clippers have that many back-to-back games left. And with Paul George needing his rest days as well, I think we're going to have a good glimpse of per-game value second-round upside on Kawhi. So I'll call that out as the second round. All right, evaluating third round, we went bam at a bio. That's what I picked up. At the uh, turn on round three, followed by Rudy Gobert, Jared Allen, Anthony Davis, Devin Booker, Kyrie Irving, Zion Williamson, Donovan Mitchell, Fred Van Vliet, and Pascal Siakam. So, the winner of this, this one's a tough one, round three, it's interesting. Anthony Davis was playing fantastic, and he comes back, back before All-Star break and continues to deliver, he would be the winner. Anthony Davis, I picked Bam because we're all, we all know of the injury risk with Anthony Davis, which did play out this season. But I don't know. I don't know if he'll continue performing. I think he might have a case of the yips. I mean, Anthony Davis has had that before. He was bullying early in the season and coming back from a lower half injury I don't know if he'll play that aggressively um, I'm doubtful uh, wow looking at round 3 Gobert's missing time Anthony Davis has been out Booker's been out, Irving had that suspension period Zion's out, Donovan Mitchell just got hurt, a lot of injuries Fred VanVleet's not lived up recently Siakam I'm having Siakam as the third round winner um, 
since the bubble, he didn't really have a great performance. He didn't practice. He was late. COVID really hit him bad. But he's delivering 26, 8, and 6 with about a buck and a half threes a game. High efficiencies. That's... Ah, this round three is tough, guys. Round three is tough. I'm debating between Siakam, first half Anthony Davis, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, it's going to be hard to ignore Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he's the only one that from third round was providing, you know, top 10 value for the season. Points, rebounds, and assists. I don't think anyone expected him introduced into a new system with Garland and Mobley and Allen and lots of mouths to feed that he was going to live up that high. I actually personally thought he was drafted too high in that, but I think he's the third round winner. And with that, I would say the loser of this round has got to be Rudy Gobert. Guy has not lived up to his potential. Both the Minnesota Bigs. Uh, rocking the losers of the draft. Avoid Minnesota players is what that's telling me. But, you know, his field goal's there. It's fine. Um, 679. Free throws are crap, but you draft him. You're punting free throws anyway. He's had a drop in points. 13 versus 15 and a half last year. 11 versus 15 rebounds and blocks. Blocks were supposed to be a scarce resource this season. We knew with JJJ um, missing parts of the season, with Robert Williams coming in back from probably a significant enough injury that we predicted he'd be in a timeshare or games up. Your block magnets were driven by Gobert and uh, and 1.3 blocks. I mean, that's Daniel Gafford numbers. That's a stat that hurts. If he upped that to that Turner-like block rate or something in this past, you could tolerate the dip in points. I mean, you don't draft him for points and you embrace yourself for a lower rebound rate with Cat planned to be playing. But, I mean, guy is not third-round talent right now. So he would be my pick for loser of the round three. Moving downward to round four. Uh, Sherry picked up Mobley. Ali picked up Nikola Vucevic. Jimmy Butler by Talal. Bradley Beal by Sonny. Cade Cunningham by The Heat. DeMar DeRozan by Jin. Akmal grabbed Darius Garland. Byron picked up Jalen Brown. And I picked up Drew Holiday. Uh, the loser's pretty easy. It's unfortunate. But you know what? Even before the injury, Cade Cunningham was not producing round four value. He had absolutely dreadful efficiencies. No improvement to his game. He was just a disappointment all around. In fact, the injury might have helped him later in his career to kind of figure out what happened in his sophomore year and, and figure some things out because... Um, that was not a good showing the games that he did play, unfortunately. I mean, 415 field goal, um, drop in threes, 
uh, dropping steals, dropping blocks, just, you know, no improvement really, so it's unfortunate, but call him the loser. The winner of uh, this round so far, I think is uh, Nikola Vucevic from Chicago Bulls. there's a lot of mouths to feed in Chicago, and when he first got traded, the ball had to go somewhere, and it was imagined that you know he was going to have a big drop, but he's been steady. He's giving exactly the same points, rebounds, assists, and you know your cat numbers. But what's really winning him are his efficiencies. He's upped his field goal this season from 473 to 524. And his free throws have also gone up. Low volume, but his efficiencies have gone up. And he continues to be a low turnover big. Was giving you 18 and 11 per game. With about a uh, one steal, one block. And shoots threes. Uh, Great, great pickup on round four. Moving on to round five. We had myself picking Roger. Scotty Barnes followed him up by DeAndre Ayton, Christoph Porzingis by Akmal, Brandon Ingram at 45, Miles Turner at 46, Shea at 47 by Sonny, Talal had Chris Paul, Darren Fox at 49, and Desmond Bain at 50. So right off the bat, there's actually big competition for loser of the dra- uh, of the round. Uh, you know, I would say injuries obviously have a play in all of that. Uh, Chris Paul hasn't looked nearly as elusive and elite in fantasy as he has in past seasons. And again, it's due to efficiencies. He used to average 500 field goal last season in the same volume now. He's averaging 425. Pair that with well below average points in 13 a game, which we all knew. Low rebounds, obviously, for a guard. Not substantial amount of threes. And continues to be good in assists, but not the same level of 18, 16, 17 assist highlight games by Chris Paul. He's not the same, but I think we're all beating around the bush. The loser of this round is Brandon Ingram. And it's solely fact to this infamous toe. What is wrong with this toe at this point? Lee's going to cancel his toe. I don't know what's going on. I think, uh, you know, even if he comes back, he will have heavy restrictions for a while. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Jonathan Isaac might be coming back before Brandon Ingram. Cam Johnson just came back before Brandon Ingram. Just and he had a meniscus tear. So, what is wrong with this ingrown toe of his? But the fact that he's still not back yet, just day to day, is such a miss. And it's unfortunate. He is a fantasy gem. Consistent was, you know, doing what he always does: the twenty-five and five with a couple threes, good efficiencies. That's who he is, but he's the loser of the round. Uh, the winner of this round by far. Oh, I wouldn't say 
by far, uh, Miles Turner was runner-up. He's been elite this season. Fantastic in his blocks, his threes, his points, his rebounds. Uh, but the winner, Shea. Uh, by far, Shea. The guy is just unworldly this season. We all knew he had the potential. I didn't. I thought OKC would be resting him or playing those classical games. But, you know, he, he's been playing. And he's giving them a reason that they can't rest him. He's going for MVP. And OKC would just will not be able to sit that without ramifications at this point. They, yeah, he's gonna make All Star. Uh, they're in a bubble playing team right now. I think OKC is gonna continue playing him and Giddy. I don't see them resting at this point unless you know there's some injuries. But outside of Giddy and Shea, I mean, who really will be injured? that will prevent Shea from playing. So, he's the winner. On to round six. Sherry picked up Mikal Bridges, followed by Jonas Valanciunas, John Collins at 53, Clint Capella at 54, Pirtle at 55, Christian Wood at 56, Giddy at 57, Jordan Poole at 58, and CJ at 59 by Byron. And then I had the last pick with Jalen Brunson. So, loser, loser, loser. This this round is pretty uh pretty competitive, I'd say. It's uh it's gonna be hard to pinpoint a loser necessarily. Um, gone to my head, I would probably pick Jordan Poole. He got that big contract. It's scared because there's been injuries in Golden State that allowed him to play a little bit similar to what he was producing prior. But you expected an improvement. You you expected him to turn it around, turn it up, and you know start taking Golden State at least the regular season over. Let Curry Clay take time off as they're going to defend that championship again and they're getting older and they just came back from a deep playoff run but Poole has been disappointing so far this season so uh, he's recently turned it up so that can obviously change Uh, prior to that uh, I would have picked uh, Christian Wood who was just abysmal but ever since he's moved into the starting lineup Guy's blocking unworldly. I mean, three blocks a game. He's he's just been stupid lately. So uh, it's hard to put him as the loser of the round, as he's now a starter. Which you know, a lot of people question why Kid didn't do it. Um, I still think the defensive combination is not gonna make sense. And recently, developments have come out that Lucas asking for Dallas to make a move this trade deadline. So. Uh, if he's not second fiddle on offense, you could see some drop in production. But yeah, apart from that, I mean, Pirtle was in contention. But the nice thing about him is he's kind of delivering exactly how you drafted him. So he's doing exactly the same numbers as last year. So hard to call him a loser if you're getting exactly what you projected him to. The winner of this round. <laughs> 
I think I'm gonna go with the winner being uh, Jalen Brunson. A lot of hype. He moved to New York Knickerbombers, which is where point guards go to die. And uh, the dude showing that the playoff is uh, playoff numbers, that playoff run was real. 22 and 6, high efficiencies, uh, okay in threes, but he's good for a couple threes a game. Dropped down his uh, his turnovers. Uh, recently, he's just been unworldly as well, averaging about 27 to 32 for the last month with seven assists a game. So, you know, he's, he's changed it up. So if he continues this run, he's going to be the winner. It's really between him and Christian Wood at this point. So that would be round six, I'd say. Going to round seven, OG Anunobi is who I picked. Ben Simmons at 62 by Byron. Draymond Green at 63. Gary Trent at 64. Nurkic at 65. Jalen Green at 66. Jamal Murray at 67. Chris Middleton at 68. Clay Thompson 69. And Laurie Markinen at 70. So the easy loser here is Chris Middleton. What was supposed to be gives very similar vibes to that uh, Zion Williams uh, at this point. Fans should just be donating their knees to him. What is going on? He's just practicing, perpetually practicing. Just play the ball game, man. It's why is he wasting his energy in the G League? I don't know. There's been wrapping him up and sitting him and wrapping him up and sitting him. G League MVP. This is a G League season for him, and it sucks. Middleton is supposed to be um, you know, that reliable second piece but I think Jonathan Isaac and Chris Middleton are going to be duking out for the G League MVP like Bird and Magic this season so he's the loser of the round and Lorig Markinen he's gotta be the winner 3-3 three 25-8-2 three, and 5-20 field goal 8-70 free throws very low turnovers no, no way they're trading him. I think him and Kessler are going to be untouchables in Utah. Everyone else is going to go. But he's young. He had the potential. Everyone saw that he had the potential. He's finally getting his playing time. I had him circled, circled in my draft. And Sherry picked him up at the turn where I was really hoping he would come to me. It pains me to see this. But, dude's delivered in every single way. Um, yeah, no. He's, uh, he is a beast. Alright, on to round eight. We have Sherry picking Jeremy Grant, followed by Julius Randle, by Ali, Wendell Carter Jr., 73, Colin Sexton, Tyrese Maxey, at 75, Keegan Murray at 76, Kevin Porter Jr. at 77, Tyler Hero 78, Singoon at 79, and Franz Wagner at 80. Hmm. Loser of this round. Loser of this round. I think Keegan Murray was personally drafted way too early. Of course, hindsight's 2020. You never know with rookies. 
he was hyped up to be one of the more ready college players that were coming in. Uh, so that that's a hard one. I would I would say Tyrese Maxey. I would call him the loser this round. Thought about it for some time, but the dude is just empty. Oh man, it's Colin Sexton. Yeah, no, I I retract that. It's Colin Sexton. Hey, that just dude's just trash, man. I mean, I had him in my mock drafts as well. I I thought they were gonna let him run, especially early once they trade. Conley and some pieces. They were just going to give the keys to Sexton and he was just going to be a tank commander. But Utah's running well. They're playing well. They don't need Colin Sexton to be a tank commander right now. Dude's averaging 14-2-3. Why is he still even um, rostered? Holy crap. He's garbage. He's absolutely trash. Holy crap. What awful numbers. TJ Warren is doing better than him. So Clarkson rejected that contract extension and I think he's going to be regretting it. Awful move by him. He sucks. He's trash. I hope he stays uh, rostered because nobody's touching him. All right. (laughs) There's my rant. The winner of this round. I'm going to say Julius Randle. Uh, So... Brunson occupying some attention from the defense has definitely opened up his game. Uh, 25, 11, and 4, but two and a half threes a game. That is the part that I did not account for. Julius Randle shooting almost three, making three threes a game, and he's high and low. He can have a 6 3, 7 3 night. And that's wild because he's consistently getting you those boards and points. Perfect for a punt free throw team. Great, great move with the threes. And, you know, that's really what's making Ali's team work as he's punt free throws. But he's able to win and dominate threes because his punt free throw guys, LeBron James, Julius Randle, they're shooting at a very, very high clip on made threes and now he's got a big lineup while winning threes a very unorthodox uh two cat to win cycle there so let's call him the winner round nine i picked up d'angelo russell followed by herbert jones uh ace picked up okongwu kyle kuzma was pick 84 by akmal Jaron Jackson Jr. at 85, Keldon Johnson at 86, Tobias Harris at 87, Michael Porter at 88, Buddy Hield at 89, and Marcus Smart at 90. So, the loser here was definitely Herbert Jones. Byron picked him uh, right after me. We all knew that... I knew or I thought Herbert Jones was a flash in the pan. He was not going to live up to what he showed last season. And I was correct. Ten points, four boards, two assists, one and a half steals. Very, very poor efficiency. 426 versus 476 last season. 775 free throws versus 840 last season. 
His steals is what was highlighted last season, but piss poor points, rebounds, assists, blocks, no threes, bad field goals. He's a net negative player. And uh, yeah, he's the loser of the round. And the winner of the round, Jaron Jackson Jr. What a single piece again. Last year, Sherry won the title and he was winning blocks and it was the back of pretty much one player, Jaron Jackson Jr. And he's doing it again and he came back early from injury. This is the pick. I mean, I got D'Angelo Russell who's been top 40 this season. He's giving me everything that I want. Good steals, points, assists, good efficiencies. But if I could do this over and this round is the one I would do over. If I had a Jaron Jackson Jr. right now, I'd be laughing. Holy crap, I'd be laughing. He's the winner of this round. Dude's elite, and this is probably the last time you'll see him in round nine. Round nine, holy shit. All right, on to round 10. Paulo Banquero at 91 by Sherry Al Horford, 92. Devin Vessel at 93, Robert Williams at 94, Jalen Smith 95, Sadiq Bey at 96, Mitch Robinson 97, Anthony Simons at 98, Andrew Wiggins at 99, and PJ Washington by myself to finish off the round at pick 100. So, who's the loser here? Sadiq Bey dropped, Jalen Smith got dropped, so obviously it's gotta be between those two. I think it's Jalen Smith. You're a power forward, Turner missed games, and you do nothing with it. 10.6 boards, less than a block a game. What the hell, man? Like, I'm so glad I had him, I got rid of him. I think a lot of people picked him up. We're all embracing ourselves for this Turner trade, but you know what? When Turner doesn't play, he's still garbage. So, you know what? He's just not that good. He can't contribute to winning basketball. He's a net minus, and I think the guy's going to fit nicely in European basketball leagues. EuroLeague loves big guys. Give him a shot. Get him out of the NBA. He's trash. Should not be playing in the NBA. All right. Uh, The winner of this round. Wiggins, Paulo, Paulo Wiggins, Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Anthony Simons. I know he's cooled off recently, but man, I wanted this guy. He's averaging four threes a game. Dude can single-handedly, you know, Dominate, help you dominate or squeeze by that three. 22 points, three boards, four assists. They're not nothing. They're not something. But, you know, it's not empty, per se. And good free throws. 900 at the mark. At pick round 10, getting a guy who can get you four threes. I mean, any person at that round that can give you an elite Steph Curry-like stat or a high, high one-cat value stat, I say that's a win. So, you know, round 10, I give it up to him. Round 11, Gordon Hayward was picked by myself at 101, followed by Byron picking up RJ Barrett. 
Brandon Clark by Ace, Kyle Lowry at 104, Trey Jones at 105, Harrison Barnes at 106, Bobby Portis at 107, Spencer Dinwiddie at 108, Cam Johnson at 109, and Brooke Lopez at 110. So, the losers, let me go through who got dropped so far. Brandon Clark got dropped. Uh, I know that. Kyle Lowry got dropped. Cam Johnson's been pretty much hurt. Gordon Hayward's been dropped, but I picked him just to pick him. Honestly, one until the wheels fall off. You know what? There's very low expectations I had. You know, R.J. Barrett's doing, giving you something. It's Brandon Clark. I don't even know why he was drafted by Ace. That round, he's a waiver wire gutter uh, invitational yearly representative. And uh, I think he's just a loser of this round. The winner. So there's been some gems this round, truthfully. Trey Jones has been freaking awesome. Um, especially on the assist category. It's a starter 18 and 6. Guys putting up great numbers. And for the team that picked him, Byron, he has the Giannis squad. You don't count for his threes anyway. He's put threes. So his assists are what's valuable for him. Spencer Dinwiddie has been giving top 40 value as well. 16 and 5. Two and a half threes, good efficiencies. But, I mean, the winner's freaking Brooke Lopez. I already talked about him last episode. I'm not going to talk to him anymore. Brooke Lopez, I hate you. I won't forgive you for what you did last season. You're the winner of round 11. And it's stupid how you went round 11 and performing like a first round value. Jeez. All right, round 12. We got... Sherry picking Russell Westbrook, Malcolm Brogdon, was picked up by Ali, Cole Anthony at 113, Jabari Smith by Sonny, Monte Morris by Vahee, um, Ubre was uh, picked up by Jin, Norman Powell by Akmal, Jaden McDaniels at 118, Mo Bamba at 119 by Byron, and then I picked up Bojan just to stash at IR. So, the loser of this round. Uh, I know there's classical loser, the loser. Hmm. And at this point, you're just reaching for any gem. It's hard to really pick a loser. I would say Monte Morris, not necessarily a loser as an relative, but he's a starting point guard. He'll score first. You would think he would be rosterable at least, but 10 points, three boards, five assists. Starting point guard when you have Christoph Porzingis and Beal and Kuzma should be racking up way more assists or scoring just 12, 13, 14 points a game, you know? So, I call him the loser just because he's a starter that's not developing. Winner of this wrong, uh, round. Uh, prior to this injury, it was Ubre, man, by far. 25, two threes, 
he was red hot fire, man. Uh, stealing the half a game. Guy was awesome. Uh, yeah, Russell Westbrook is doing the same thing he's always done. I wouldn't call him a winner of the round. There's no real change. He's garbage at field goal free throws and threes and turnovers, but he gives you the points, assists, and rebounds. So he's good for those stats, and that's what you count him for. So, say, you know what? The winner's gonna be. I'd say Ubre. That round, he is the highlight until he was hurt. Finally, the last round, I picked up Bogdan Bogdanovich, followed by John Wall, Dylan Brooks at 123 by Ace, Mike Conley at 124, Pokusevsky by Jin at 125, Josh Hart by The Heat, Zubak by Sonny at 127, Levert at 128 by Talal, Ali picks Steven Adams, and we end the draft with Dort at 1.30. So, the loser of this round... I think it was Levert. He's probably the most awful one out of this group. Yeah, I mean, between Levert or, I'd say... John Wall, but did anyone really have expectations? You're again trying to hit a home run here, but you know Levert, he he lost his gig in Indiana. Matherin came by and just he's not even getting the playing time. He's so inefficient. He's probably the loser of this round just because you expect more from him, right? He used to be a pretty good player, and the winner of this round, I would say, is uh, Mr. Bogdan. Um, the guy started the season amazing. He's still averaging three threes a game. And again, I go back to last round. If you have a rosterable player, and right now Bogdan is rosterable, great free throws, great threes, okay points, and you know, not nothings in the rest of the categories and low turnovers, I'm not dropping him. So I call that a win in the last round. So there you have it. My call it mid season. Winners and losers of each round. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, share, and like. And it's probably just my league mates listening anyway. And my brother. And that's A-OK. So, see you again Friday. Bye, everyone.